Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode five of Wonder Filled Week. I am your host, Caitlin Corey. Today, I wanted to discuss a topic that has really resonated with me lately, the importance of human connection. For those of you who don't know, my husband and I live in LA, but are both originally from the East Coast, about 3,000 miles away. We are both very close to our families, but have lived away from them and all of our friends for the past eight years. While we do take advantage of technologies like texting, Skype, and FaceTime, there just really is nothing that compares to the real deal of face-to-face connection. I sometimes get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of our everyday busy lives that I often don't even realize how much I am missing that connection until something stops me in my tracks and reminds me. Sometimes it is crippling loneliness and homesickness that stops me. Other times it's the absolute beauty and blessing of a visit home or a visitor from home reminding me of all that has been missing in terms of connection. We recently were lucky enough to experience the latter when Ryan's cousins came to LA for a getaway. It was priceless to have quality time and that piece of home that's just always missing when we're out here. It got me thinking and researching about the idea and importance of human connection. In a world of social media, likes, followers, and quote-unquote friends, I wondered if our real-life face-to-face friendships had been suffering. I came across a great article written by Marina Rose for Thrive Global that said social media, with 2.01 billion active monthly accounts, has created a world where we are alone together. Marina wrote, With our daily use of email, texting, smartphones, professional and social media, we live in an age of instant global connectivity. We are more connected to one another today than ever before in human history, yet somehow we're actually increasingly feeling more alone. This really got me thinking that while I feel lucky to live in a world with these instant connecting technologies for situations like FaceTiming into one of my niece or nephew's birthday parties to get in on the fun without missing out, it really is a slippery slope that can lead to isolation and loneliness if not used properly. It got me wondering how to avoid this pitfall as I know from personal experience that loneliness can change our thoughts and loneliness really has the ability to change the chemistry of our brains and lead to detrimental mental and physical effects such as depression. I looked to the world of knowledge that I have at my fingertips and searched, quote, tips for strengthening human connection. In the click of a button, like most things these days, I had hundreds of answers, list after list of tips and tricks for strengthening connection with others. It is not lost on me that I was sitting alone in a room, looking at a screen, wondering how to better connect with people. There were a lot of commonalities in the lists that I saw, and a few things that came up more than once are as follows. One, know people's names and use them often. Two, ask questions. Deepen what would otherwise be a surface or quick conversation. Three, listen to others, but I mean really listen, actively listen. Four, be with the one you're with, stay present. And five, which was my personal favorite, make everybody feel like a somebody. And the reason that this one was my favorite is because it reminded me of my favorite Maya Angelou quote, which says, people will forget what you said, People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And I truly believe that, and I live my life with that in the back of my mind. So I decided to take my research a step further 
and instead of doing a Google search, this time I asked people whose opinions and advice I value. My social media friends. Again, the irony is not lost on me, but I live far from home, remember? Here are some of the beautiful tips I received. Make eye contact with people. Ask somebody, how can I support you? Empower people to make their own decisions. Check in with people, even if it's digital. Remember the little things that are going on in people's lives and actually follow up on them. Take an interest. Be honest with yourself and with others. Put your phone down. Look around. Smile at people instead of refreshing your feed again and again. Give someone a compliment. It will benefit you both. Let people know you appreciate them and that you care about how they're doing. Have real conversations, not just the surfacey stuff. No small talk. Real deep conversations. Your relationships are real. Your conversation should be too. And finally, I looked inward and I asked myself how to better strengthen human connection. What have I seen or done or learned that really makes a difference? And here's a few things that I came up with. One, limit your screen time. And I'm not just talking about your phone. Reality TV, computers, video games, they're an escape. And limiting your screen time is not just when you're with others. That's an obvious one. It's just rude. But also limit your screen time when you're alone. Because I've learned that I have to connect with myself before I can have any meaningful connections with anybody else. When I am good with me, I'm a better me for others. Number two, don't tiptoe. I find it much more meaningful to allow myself to be vulnerable in conversations and relationships and create a safe space for the other person to do the same. This encompasses a lot of what we've already heard from other people. Listen, go deep, be real. Number three, don't wait until it's too late to tell people how you feel. If you love someone, tell them. If you appreciate someone, tell them. You really don't know how long you'll have that person. Four, ask for help. Tell people when you're drowning. Tell people when you're struggling. You have a community, but you have to let them in. And five, start with what you have and where you are and go from there. If you're like me and you live far away from anything that's familiar, you just have to start where you are. For me, that meant taking classes to meet people, whether it's an acting class, an improv class, a cooking class, anything that you have interest in. You just have to get in front of people and meet them. And then you can take all these tips and use them. Listen, ask questions, use their names. Start with what you have and where you are. When I first moved here, some of the first people I made friends with were the girl sitting next to me at the nail salon, the girl that was doing my hair. You just have to begin somewhere. And if that means that you have to start online, then so be it. I'm not taking away from the beauty of social media. I'm just warning us to use it responsibly. But if you make friends online, I've done that through Wonderfilled Week, then take those relationships and go deeper with them. Not just a comment or a like here or there. If you really feel like you made a connection with someone, go deeper, ask questions, try to see if a real relationship can flourish. And now I'm going to leave you with a quote from Dr. Joanne Cacciatore that says, there simply is no pill that can replace human connection. There is no pharmacy that can fill the need for compassionate interaction with others. There is no panacea. The answer to human suffering is both within us and between us. So now I'm going to end this episode with one of the most meaningful human connections that I've had as of late. And that was sitting down with my two beautiful nieces 
and asking questions and picking their brains about all things positivity and gratitude. So please enjoy this, and I'll see you next time. In the meantime, connect with people, take the tips, and send me some of your own. I want to learn more. Thanks, guys. I'm going to be asking some of my favorite tiny humans some questions. So my first guest is my niece. And what is your name? Addie. Addie. And how old are you, Addie? Seven. Okay, Addie, I'm going to ask you a few questions, okay? Mm-hmm. What is something that you're grateful for? I'm grateful for my mom and dad and for all the vacations I've been on. Ooh, what's your best vacation been? Um, I liked um, going to California and Disney New Dentist. Wow, okay. What is something that you do to make yourself feel better when you're feeling sad? Um, sometimes I close my eyes um, and then I, I dream of unicorns and rainbows to make me happier. And does that work? Mm-hmm. Excellent. What would you do if you saw somebody getting bullied at school? I would either give them three chances but one, one, if they don't listen, I would tell the teacher. Oh, you give the bully three chances. Like you would tell them, stop, stop, stop. Mm-hmm. And then you would tell the teacher. And what about if the person who was getting bullied was crying? What would you do for them? I would cheer them up and by playing with her. Very nice. And what is something that we should all do to make the world a better place? Um, to stop littering and recycle. Excellent. And what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a doctor. Do you think you're a negative person or a positive person? Do you know what those words mean? Yes. What do you think you are? Positive. Positive. How do you feel right now? Excited. Excited. And happy. And what's your best memory? Um, when I went to Disney. Excellent. Okay. Good girl. Okay, my, my next guest is my other beautiful niece. And what is your name? Katie. And how old are you, Katie? Six years old. And what do you want to be when you grow up, Katie? A pet doctor. What makes you happy? When mommy gives me a hug. Oh, and what makes you sad? When people be, when people don't be nice to me. Oh. And what do you do when you're feeling sad to make yourself feel better? I close my eyes and dream about good dreams. Oh, that's very good. Does that help you feel better? Yeah. What would you do if you saw one of your classmates crying? I would give them a hug and help them. Very nice. And do you think you're a positive person or a negative person? Do you know what those words mean? Positive means you're always thinking everything's great, you look on the bright side, you try to be happy, and negative means you always complain, you think everything's bad and terrible. I'm, um... Positive or negative? Positive. Oh. What's something everyone in the world should do to make the world a better place? To not litter. To not litter? Very good. What are you grateful for? Grateful means? I'm grateful for when my mom cleans my room. Oh, that's sweet. Do you ever help her? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Good. Is there anything else you want to say to the people? No. No? Say bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.